Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Colin McGuigan for IFL TV. Delighted to be joined in San Francisco with Dave Colwell. Dave, first of all, how are you doing, mate? A little bit jet lagged. You've been in Vegas for how long? Two uh, weeks or so? A week? Do you know what? I don't. I don't really get jet lag. Um, I've uh, been in Vegas for a week anyway, as well. Um, but I didn't really get jet lag out there. Um, got in San Francisco last night after a brilliant week in Vegas, working out the Salas Boxing Academy out there. Um, Ebony getting her last two spars in, finishing off a, a, you know, all the major boxing work. Stephen Cairns sparring out there with world champions, good, good, you know, prospects. It's been it's been really good quality. Let's uh, talk first about Ebony. You know, I spoke to Ebony about the whole Avril Mathy fight falling through. Then there was different opponents that fell yeah. through, some that went missing. Is it tough for you to prepare a fighter for someone like Yoshida, who's quite experienced, two-time world champion previously, at such late notice like this? Yeah, it's tough because Ebony's, you know, she's been, she seems as though she's been around a while, but she's she's still quite inexperienced herself. Um, you know, regardless of, of of her status of being a world champion, you know, she's inexperienced, and so things like this, you have to manage the the, the mindset and the mentality side, and just get to focus on doing what what they do, because you don't know if this is going to be a problem. You know, we, we we've had, I think it's four or five opponents where we've said yep 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 gone away your mind's on that you're watching videos on them and, and thinking about this fight and then it changes again but ultimately um it's about what ebony does in the fight and um yashida's a good t- she's a test and i don't know it's it's getting panned obviously it's getting panned you know whoever it was going to be it was going to get panned I, I think even if the mandatory had taken it it would have got panned even though she was unbeaten 11 and 0 i think nine knock- knockouts um, and that's the one that we said let's let's do let's get a mandatory out of it um, but you can't you can't focus on that she's got a job to do on Saturday night she's had a a long time out of the ring you know major hand surgery moving from from south to north moving coaches getting used to a completely different environment um, so there's a lot there for her to, to digest and deal with and she's got, just got to go out there and, and just perform really Emily said that she feels revitalised under you. She feels that she's 
snapping down their punches more. She feels that she carries more power now. Is that something that you've noticed through working with Ebony that you believe that there's a good opportunity for her to get the knockout on Saturday night? Um, it's it's not just about you know yes whether whether I believe it or not. It's it's important that she believes it, but. Also, the thing is, is the people that she's sparred, that she sparred with before, they've all noticed it. So they've noticed, you know, the the, the way that she is in the ring, the, the, how she's delivering punches and, and, and the effects of those punches um, have had more of a, you know, I've had something where, where the people that she sparred with before have actually said, flipping out, you know. So that's quite important because it shows you that she, for, for the work that she's putting in and where it is... Know, obviously when you when you're learning when you're trying to change something when you're, you're trying to tweak something sometimes things can get frustrated for anybody um it's important that you see the results as well so now she's just got to go out there and and do it under the pressure of fight night and that's that's the big you know that's the big step We'll we'll move on to a few other things in a moment, but just the main event here, I'd like to hear your opinion on how that goes. Devin Haney, obviously a great boxer, pro Ray, the knockout artist. How do you feel this goes? And this is a great match of styles for you as well. Thanks. So. Do you know what the build up to it? I watched all the content out. Obviously, we 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 have you know we have downtime while we're out in in Vegas, and um, I've watched all the build up. I've loved it. The face off between those two is quite. I mean, it's not a pushing and shoving one. The verbals, I think it's the best face-off I've seen. Progre is just so funny. And Haney, to be fair, bounces off it really, really well. Um, it's just brilliant. And it makes you want to see it. It makes you want to see the fight. The build-up could actually be better than the fight. Because I think if Haney, for Haney to win, he has to make it quite boring. And, you know, box, move. You know, yeah. And if, on a fan's perspective, keep it, you know, keep it simple. Um it's Progre that's got to make it exciting. Um, Progre punches, he punches hard, and he's clever, he's skillful. You know, if you watch him, in his, you know, he's a fighter. When, when he boxed Josh Taylor, um, I thought, regardless of the result, I thought that was his springboard. He was going to be a star, and it kind of like didn't work out that way. Um, but I think this is his opportunity now to to go out there and, and turn himself into a star. Um, if he can go out there and get rid of Devin Haney, then you know he is right. You know he is going to be right up there. Um, whether or not he can, I don't know because Haney, at the new weight, I think he should take a shot better. At the new weight, I think he'll because he's 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 massive. He's, he's massive anyway. Um, he should physically be a lot stronger and and perhaps more powerful as well um, to go with that sharpness. But at the same time, Progray punches like a monster. So it's a good fight. It's a really good fight. The next one we'll move on to, Jordan Gill's win at the weekend. Tough for me to speak about because obviously Michael Conlon, proud Irishman from Belfast, really a trailblazer for Belfast boxing over the last while. But Jordan Gill with a, a great win. And we've seen Jordan in the ring and, you know, he was very emotional. You're almost like a second father to him. Just first of all, did you expect that from Jordan Gill before the fight? Did you go into that fight thinking that he would be able to take Michael Conlon out of there? Because everyone kind of wrote him off. Yeah, I believed he could beat him, um, because you've got to understand that I've, I've always said about Jordan is he has got world class boxing ability. He's he's phenomenal. It's just that sometimes he doesn't believe, or he, he my thing with Jordan was he would put people on a pedestal too much. Um, you know, uh, with 
something like Kiko, it's like, I know what Kiko done, but he's an old man, but he would still focus on how good he was and how hard he'd punch, or, you know, even with Guerfe, he would say, yeah, but is this, is that, he was always putting people on a pedestal, because he's a nice kid, sometimes, when you're, when you're a really, really nice kid, you don't, have, you don't, I don't know, sometimes you to give out the compliments and then, then receive them and, and say oh yeah I am actually on that level I am actually good um, but when Jordan's not got that pressure on him and he just lets it flow he's brilliant I mean there's countless hours of sparring footage that I've got with him with countless top fighters where he just looks amazing we went out to America a couple times and, and he just absolutely took people apart he, he's just he's got it all as a fighter so ability wise I don't doubt him against anybody um, it's just that mentality but when he walked out as I know him I know his reactions as he's coming out to bring it and when he walked out from the change room they showed him on the corridor I said to Stephen Cairns who I was watching with I went he's on it and I just wanted to see what it was like when he was on that stage because I always said to him enjoy the ring walk don't rush enjoy it and against like Guerfi against Kiko he, he rushed rushed to the ring walk and it was total opposite with what what we spoke about and just soaking it up and just relaxing and enjoying and when he just prowled around that stage that big stage i was buzzing i was I genuinely i was like he's gonna fucking do it and it did and he was brilliant it was absolutely phenomenal it was it was brilliant and he always said that you know uh, you know when the decision was made for him to go up to super featherweight um he always said He's gonna feel so much better, and inspiring. He's all. This is why I was before the. I remember speaking after the Kiko fight, because um, he was just bouncing up and down. I was like, he has never done that inspiring. I've never, you know, he, he never gets hurt inspiring. He's got a good chin on him, so that's why it's got to be the way. Um, and obviously, we wanted him to move before, but when you're not the promoter's favorite. And when you've either got a higher ranking or you've got a title at a certain weight, I had the same issue with Jamie McDonald. You can't just bin your title off and go up in, in, in weight because you're not, you're not one of the favourites. When you are one of the favourites, you can, and then you get moved into a mandatory or you get a, a shot straight away. That's how boxing is. And so, he, you know, when it comes to the Kiko fight, it was, it was, it was, it was the weight, you know. Um, and he showed that because he, he looks so he just his his physicality was so much better um, in that fight as well. It just it just looked great, it looked sturdy as a super featherweight. When you watched that and you seen Jordan get the win, just describe to me the emotions you felt, Dave, because even let's even speak about when Jordan was speaking in the ring, he was speaking from his heart, he was obviously quite emotional. He told a story that not many knew. I imagine you probably didn't even know that. Did you know anything about that story? No, I um I knew I knew that it 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 split up with his his wife, um, but I didn't know the rest of the story. And I'll be honest here, I'm, it it's um, it's something I'm I, I'm 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 struggling a little bit with. So I'd, I'd rather not. I, I did an interview yesterday, and I I, I, I didn't know that I was going to react like that. And um, I'd rather not. I'd rather focus on 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 his win and what it. How I felt when he won, it, it was it was outstanding, it, and I was, I'll be honest with you, I'm so happy. I don't care that he's not my boxer anymore. 
it will always be my friend. It will always be part of my family. You know, he's. I spoke about it before. He's a. He's my little boy. Looks up to him, um, and he's very very close with him, and he's very very proud uh, to be to, to call Jordan a friend. I'm very very proud to call Jordan a friend. Um, so we. I was just elated. I, the only thing that I was gutted that I weren't with me with me with my family watching it. You know. Um, I know he was watching it with his sister, um, so I, I'm just I was gutted that I weren't with him. But I I was jump. We was me and Stephen because Stephen loved him. He's been a role model in the gym for Stephen as, as well. Stephen sparred countless rounds with him. Learned so much of him. We are just all as a team. Opie Price messaging. Uh, you know everybody in the back back in UK. Everybody's happy for him. It couldn't happen to a nicer kid. I can't explain to you how how what a what great this world's full of shit. And it's full of people that give you headaches. It's full of people that uh, are always looking to try and screw you over, or just not nice people in general. These these people, you know, Jordan and his dad are the nicest people in the world, and to see them now have the success, and to see him where I feel he should belong in the big, where you know, in, in the big big fights, earning some good money. I want him to change his life financially. I want Eddie to really look after him, him throw the checkbook at him, make some great fights for him, get him his world title opportunity and just secure his life because he, he deserves it, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just happy. I'm just really for a lot of Jordan's life, I imagine he would speak about you as like his second father. Whenever that... Yeah, maybe, well... You're you're giving yourself a little bit there, Dave. I'm not too sure about the older brother shit. I'll go with the second father, maybe grandfather actually. <laughs> nah, but in terms of like that relationship between you and Jordan, is there a part of you that that is a little bit disappointed that together you you couldn't have done it? I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but almost just because you knew that he could achieve this. It's not a disappointment, no. Oh, because I feel. Um, that's just being selfish. Where oh, we, uh, that's just being selfish. It's, it, my he came to me when his career and he, he, everything. He he was ready to walk away. He said, "If you don't, if you don't train me, I'm going to retire." And I had no, he was a kid that was boxing six twos. That's what he was doing: boxing six twos, three times against journey, same journeyman and stuff like that. And he'd not boxed for 18 months. And he asked for me help. And I felt sorry for him. And I was like, okay. He'd been up at my gym sparring. And oh, okay. And then so I'll see what I can do for you. Regardless of where it's finished, from where it started to where it ended with us working together, I can I can die tomorrow and say at least I helped him get to you know have some great memories in boxing. He won he won a couple of internationals. He won a Commonwealth title where he was absolutely overjoyed at. He won a European title where he was absolutely overjoyed at. These are big moments in fighters' careers, and so for me to be a part of that and to to help him with that, so I don't become part of a story that ends up where he's a world champion. I don't care. Yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of helped him and he's 
gone on to open up a foundation in his name in his own uh, his area in Chatterish, uh, Chatteris, um set up all that. Um, so I'm quite content as as a boxing coach. It's not it's not me that's going in there and getting punched in the head. As a manager, it's not me that's going in there and getting punched in the head. My job is to try and help these guys that are or women that are getting punched in the head and putting their lives on the line. Try and help them to get to where they want and to try and improve their lives, you know. And so, I'm, 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 happy. I'm content with that. More importantly, is, is, regardless, it's a bit like with Bellew, where, where, I don't train Bellew, but I'm watching him on in the jungle and things like that. And or, or what do you on, make of him in the jungle? Fucking brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I'm, I'm only seeing clips while I'm on. My family's sending me clips, um, or seeing him on a league of own and stuff like. That. And you're just dead proud, and you're like, do you know what I mean? I spent seven years with him, six years with Jordan, and I'm, I'm dead proud, and I'm, I'm looking at Jordan, and I'm, I'm dead proud, I'm dead happy, and that's that, that's that's all it needs to be. Last one from me. If Jordan Gill came to you in the next four to six weeks and said, Dave, I want to rekindle this, I want to come back that's to the gym, would you do it? No, no, that that is a, that is a really, that's a really daft question. I'll be honest with you. But in, but in you're terms, someone that no, he knows no, well, no? In the terms of, right, we've just seen that interview where his life was at absolute rock bottom, right? And part of that reason it'll be because he was spending, he spent 10 years away from his family. And he, he got to rock bottom. And, and he needed to go home and and be comfortable and be happy around his family. The boxing's bullshit, mate. Boxing, it, all this, it doesn't mean anything. And he's, he's with people that are great. Barrett, Ben Davison, Lee Wiley. Fucking great team. Great team together. There's a camaraderie in that gym. He's with Lee Wood, who's his best mate. Leo, his best mate. He's, he's with people that are uh, where he's comfortable. He's going to be happy. There's not. There's no way that's happening. You. You can't. You can't take a man who's who's hit rock bottom in one place. Take him out of that where everything's now lit up. And, and 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 happy again to then go and put him back into that place that was part of a reason of, of why he's rock bottom so apologies if that came across as a daft question but from my perspective I no 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 I understand that but I obviously was unaware of that was why he was feeling down due to his family so I don't, I don't know why I, I, that's what I'm saying I don't I'm, but it's got to be part of a reason everything there's, there's it, sometimes there's not it's not just one reason, but obviously, if you've got a wife, you've got a family that you see a day and a half, and whereas you have just a bit of banter about it, and you you know you don't make out as if it's a, an issue at all, but inside it 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 might be that that's that's part of it inside. Then there's there's the loss. Then there's the not knowing what's happening with your career. Then there's the promoters that that you know. You can't you can't get a looking back back with. I'm not just saying I'm not saying it's just that reason, but it's got to be part of the reason. It, there's all sorts of things that can go up, and this is what I'm not. Obviously, I'm over here, so I I heard that 
to the extent for the same first time, same as everybody else. And it's just my head's just I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm, you know. Well, Dave, obviously. Um, you're emotional about this and it's understandable and I really appreciate your time on AFL TV mate really good to get your opinion on it and uh, we wish Jordan the best in his journey and uh, thank you very much for your time mate. Cheers Tom. Sports Social Podcast Network